everybody out there on the internet. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank alongside Tyler. Crazy uh, weather out there, Tyler. Yeah. Tornadoes. Yeah. It's like we're in Tornado Town now. Yeah. Well, where's uh, where's that on the Fortnite map? Yeah. <laughs> yeah who knows? Um, yeah, it's just crazy ass weather up here now. Mm. It, it's it's um, you know. We never really... We might get a few tornado warnings a year, and it's not even June, and we've had like three or four already. Mm-hmm. And a few times it's been actual tornadoes. So, yeah, you know, if y'all think climate change ain't real, y'all fucking up, I'm just saying. Yeah, it, it's a, it's <laughs> scary. I mean, that's that's only... I mean, of all the things that could happen, I mean, that that's definitely one of the more visible signs and the scarier signs but there's also other stuff that you know we don't see happening but it could yeah. be just as devastating mm-hmm. agreed yeah it's not fun yeah i don't want earth to turn into venus that would be bad i agree i totally people don't agree. live on venus no they don't live on any other planet i don't think we've been able to get a probe onto venus that's lasted more than like a few minutes mm-hmm because of the atmosphere and just acidity and it's yeah it's, it's just a bad scene in there you know what i don't want earth to turn into that no i think we need to go to mars start growing potatoes like matt damon sure i guess so <laughs> i mean i i don't take all my life cues from uh matt damon i mean maybe maybe that's where i'm screwing up yeah maybe uh, maybe but it's been another week. And what, what I was just going to say, I mean, yes, it has been another week. We're recording early. So we're going to see Godzilla tomorrow. It'll be very fun at a very, at the best movie theater I've ever been to. Mm. It's a big, it's a, actually a chain. I'm not sure how many there actually are, but it's the movie tavern. Yeah. It. It's one of them food and beer and movie places. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of Matt Damon. Did you watch any of the Indianapolis 500? Yes, I did. Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, I, I've had I had it on the whole time. Yeah. I, I I wasn't attentively watching the yeah, whole me thing. Too. But me too. But uh, what a race! Yeah, loved it. I, yeah, I, I think that is hands down like the best race in motorsports, and anyone can fight me on that. Hmm. It Personally. was definitely the best race of the weekend. I mean, yeah, definitely, <laughs> and. I don't know. That was just a very. Uh, I love the ending of the Indianapolis 500. It's always very intense. Yeah, that that back you and know. forth those last five six laps was yeah. in, was intense. Yeah, and like Alexander Rossi just being pissed off and just blowing through the fucking field. Like, it's such an intense race and, and it's just so entertaining to watch. I I could not imagine being those guys though going around that track at like 230 miles an hour passing mm. each other like that's fucking nuts yeah and ju- like there was there was a pretty big crash too and yeah like it, it it caught a lot of people but the people who escaped like just seeing how narrowly they escape uh-huh. those things and just hearing fr- over the radio the guidance they're getting and th- yep. they just have to trust what they hear yeah yeah it's 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 a very amazing race to me watch monaco 
the F1 God, race. That was... I thought it was boring as fuck, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that made it interesting was uh, Max Verstappen pushing at the end on, on Lewis Hamilton's old yeah. tile, tires. Even though Max Verstappen knew that, like, even if he passed him, he probably wasn't going to win because he had that yeah, he had the penalty. penalty. But yeah, I, I'm glad he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Try to pass this fucking. I mean, that's just the kind of driver he is. Yeah. I mean, I liked that. I mean, Monaco's a cool track, but it's not very exciting to watch because it's so hard to pass that there's not a lot of back and forth. I mean, it's an amazing location and everything. Um, It's a tricky track. Uh, And it was neat that, like, the top four were within, like, you know, within two seconds, second and a half of each other most of the race. But it's like they were all just following each other the whole time because they really couldn't catch each other past each other. (laughs) Yeah. There's no room on that track. Yeah. And it's it's really punishing if you get it wrong, too. So, yeah. yeah. Lewis Hamilton continuing to dominate. Mercedes in general. God. I, I just want one of these races, the Mercedes, to crash into each other, and then <laughs> we'll see who's the be- yeah. who else out there wants to race. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's enough on that. Yeah. Video games, Tyler. I failed y'all once again. I did not play that Life is Strange episode three. Mm, it's okay. Um, mostly because I didn't. It doesn't like download automatically. It's not part of an update. You have to actually go into. You have to launch Life is Strange two, then go in and then go to episode three and hit install within the app within the game. Wow. To install it, so like I, I was planning on doing that today, but that it just didn't pan out. Gotcha. What have you been playing? I've only played a few things. Um, finished Borderlands one. Okay. Yes. So now, now I'm just gonna probably pound out the those DLCs um but yeah I mean it's it's fine I mean the last few locations were neat you know it was cool to fight those um totally backing on what they were calling shows how much I really gave a shit towards the end I think they're called Iridian yeah I mean those like robotic sort of Promethean sort of looking dudes uh I mean they were cool because it just changed up the gameplay a little bit but um locations were neat but yeah that last boss fight's a stanker major stinker uh but yeah borderlands is fun i I, i'm glad i've played through it you know just to experience it and i'll play those dlcs and then i'll probably put this game down and probably not touch it again Mm. (laughs) because i i just yeah the other especially two it's just so far superior um so did that, and then uh, I think the only th- other thing I really got a chance to play was just a little bit more of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I played about probably another hour, hour and a half of that. Um, I so yeah, I've pushed forward in the story more. Got you know unlocked camps and crafting stuff, and you know all that good fun stuff, and uh, did a few tombs. I did the first big like challenge tomb. Yeah. Uh, that first really big one. Uh, that's kind of where I stopped, which I mean, I- I'm feeling that itch that you get with a Tomb Raider game that it's just fun to explore and collect stuff and find things and do these tombs and get upgrades. And it, Tomb Raider does have a pretty fun loop to it. Uh, I'm just, I'm interested where the story's going so far. I've 
heard some things. You've said some things when you played the game last year. So yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I know I'm still pretty early on in the game, but I'm hoping to have some time here to just bang it out mm-hmm. you're done in just a few sessions. So that is really all I've had the chance to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I, I mean, I'll play the DLCs in Borderlands, but I'm glad I got that wrapped up for the most part. Yep. So got a, got some other things I want to get around to. What about you? Uh, well, Dauntless, I, I, you know, remember I tried Dauntless last week. That just got me the itch into playing more Monster Hunter, and I've been playing ah. some Monster Hunter. All right. Getting back into those hunts, help, hunting some Elder Dragons. Um, getting back into the groove of it, and I, I was, I surprised myself. I, I remembered a few of the weapons and combos pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the thing that I like more about Monster Hunter World than uh, Dauntless is I, I like the weapons and the combos. It just feels like there's just more there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I been uh, actually going online and playing with uh, randos online doing some hunts there so I'm like hunter rank 55 56 these motherfuckers are like two three hundred I saw oh, someone shit. at like 400 and something wow and I'm wow. like oh shit I kind of feel bad that I'm joining these people but I'm I don't know they left their game open so yeah <laughs> why not take advantage of that why not yeah but yeah, I'm having fun with that. Um, I've also played some more Wipeout. I mean, it's a fantastic game. Mm. It's good. Um, yeah, I haven't really touched Rage 2 anymore. I, I think I might just have to go trade that in because it's just decreasing in value on my shelf right now. Yeah, that's the thing I need. I really just need to get around and start that game and finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Just haven't had the urge to do anything with that um i played some i've been getting more acclimated to grand theft auto although we haven't played any online recently mm-hmm. um yeah I'm, tr- I'm trying to think like i i did another i've done a few more races in f1 2018 i mean 2019 is coming out here in a few weeks um i mean i think that's like second week of june f1 2019 comes out but yeah i'm enjoying that i love racing on my wheel mm-hmm. it's good stuff uh is f1 2019 cross play i don't think i so. doubt it yeah it's water feels cross play between ps4 and no PC. I, I i don't think it is yeah. um but yeah i yeah i i just have i don't know i i haven't there, there's not much out there that's new that I want to play right now. Yeah, it feels like kind of in a little bit of a void, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least for me, I'm still trying to get caught up on a few things, a few games, so I have stuff to do. Um, yeah. But I can, Oh, I shit. See that. I didn't mention I played some of that Neo 2 Alpha. They oh, yeah. They didn't put any sort of NDA on it, so I guess I can talk about it. I, I mean, I saw people streaming it, so I assume I can just talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Uh, that game is pretty good yeah i like it it has awesome it has an awesome style to it i love the enemy uh enemy st- uh, designs and i like how the weapons work and how like stance changes how like weapons can play differently depending on if you're like in a high medium or low stance and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. it's pretty good I, I i've been having a lot of fun with it I did get really frustrated, though, because it seems the penalty for even stepping in fire 
just momentarily is almost instant death, which is kind of frustrating because that level that they, at least early on, like it's kind of closed in with fire. Like there's a lot of fire on the map Mm. and some enemies do knock back and shit like that. And it's, it's just frustrating where, when you feel like you're nailing it and then just one misstep and you're, Oh shit, I accidentally stepped in fire. I'm fucked. Yeah. It seems a little bit harsh the way they're punishing that. Um, but I'm having fun with it. I beat a few bosses or many bosses. I'm not sure what counts as an actual boss in that. Yeah, is it section running pretty good for being an alpha or? Yeah, it, it's 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 running well. Cool. Um, it looks good. I I am excited for it. I think we should definitely try to play the first Neo sometime. Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. I think we should uh, pound out uh, Resident Evil Two. Yes, and then do Neo. Mm. I'm serious. Let's fucking do it. Okay. Baby. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Uh, other things we did this week, we watched John Wick 3. Fuck yeah, we did, man. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Oh, that movie's great. That's definitely the best one so far, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just completely, like, if you thought the first two movies were violent, oh man. <laughs> this one, sorry about that, but this one really turns up the violence, in my opinion. There's a lot of really just crazy shit in this one. I, I, I just, yeah, felt like I was watching um, just an insanely good, like, first-person shooter player that gets nothing but headshots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. Uh, but, man, there, there's just some really great action scenes. And what I love about John Wick, all the John Wick movies, and I feel like they just get better as they've been going, is that this one had a lot of really interesting like world building each one they kind of dig a little bit more into john wick's past while also fleshing out this world a little bit more of you know these uh, kind of assassins and and all these sort of people and uh but that doesn't fully get in the way of what everyone truly loves about john wick which is just insane action Mm -hmm. you know like that balancing act i feel like they they just struck that perfectly and yeah still very creative for sure i I definitely recommend if you're an action fan yeah and it's it's, i don't i want to i don't want to say surprisingly but it is funny like there there's there's a lot lot, there's a lot of funny yeah yeah funny moments i and and i definitely recommend seeing this movie in theaters because i really enjoyed watching that in a theater with other people just Mm -hmm. hearing people go like oh like stuff like that with uh some of the things that happened that are a little uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> a lot of knife stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I think that sequence with the throwing with knives, the knives yeah. is probably my favorite thing to happen in John Wick yet. Period. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. I mean the the, the choreography has got it's just be insane on this yeah. stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very good. Mm-hmm. And it's like. There's a lot of dumb stuff about it, mm-hmm. but it's good. It's like a good dumb kind of thing. Yeah. Like just just the way certain characters are. Yes, it's, it's funny. Yep, I like it. 
and I can't wait for more John Wick. It's yeah, gonna be like years. they they keep building out this world. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when it ever ends. Yeah, me either. I I, I don't know either. And and why not? keep doing them especially if like Keanu Reeves is still down they keep making more and more money with each one mm-hmm. you know that's uh, obviously been uh, very successful for them uh, every time out so keep going why not mm-hmm. I think it's t- it's definitely kind of one of the best modern action franchises out there yeah um, yeah saw Avengers again yeah that I I fully admit there is not one one piece of entertainment that makes me want to cry like a bitch more than that movie Hmm. (laughs) just seeing it the second time some of those moments that were just amazing watching it the first time are still equally as as amazing even though you know they're gonna happen again but yeah that was cool a lot of cool movies out yeah there there is and yeah godzilla's coming out rocket man looks neat I don't know, man. Yeah. I I don't. I'm not a sucker for these like really? music. These music. They're things, interesting. Man. I mean, uh, I mean, I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody a lot. Uh, the Dirt, the Motley Crue film. I maybe because I'm a little bit more into Motley Crue than I was Queen. Like I, I don't know. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in in Rocket Man. At least I'll say. X Men yeah. comes out. I think next weekend. Which yeah. Who knows if that'll be good? <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I never kept up way. with the X Men stuff. Like I I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on in really? the X Men stuff. There's probably if you wanted to get caught up to this one, man. Actually, uh, I'm trying to think, there's prob there's probably three X Men movies that you really have to watch in Logan. Hmm have them if you ever want to borrow them yeah maybe maybe uh, I'll, I'll think about that and, and i'll say out of the those four movies two of them are some of my favorite superhero movies of all time i think uh, i saw the other two were kind of stinkers <laughs> so i saw apocalypse in theaters yeah apocalypse is the worst one i fell asleep during that movie yeah that movie's not good i mean i was so i was in san francisco i went to the kabuki theater there Mm-hmm. And they served alcohol, and that was probably like the combination of that movie not being all that exciting and yeah. the alcohol. I kind of just fell asleep. Gotcha. I don't believe you. It really wasn't that good. You, you need pretty much need to watch First Class, which I enjoy a lot. X Men Apocalypse, which I think's a or um, not Apocalypse, um, Days of Future Past, which is mm-hmm. amazing, and then Logan. All right. And pretty much caught up. So, yeah. Ah. Uh. I also finished Game of Thrones. Yeah, just binged through that scene. A lot of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that was a lot of, of time. <laughs> yeah, a lot dumped on me. Um, Did you enjoy yourself? For the most part, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I liked where it ended up. Yeah, um, there just wasn't much justification for a lot of what happened. Completely agree. Like it was all action and like no talking in yeah. that last season. Yeah. It just needed more time. Yeah. To me, it's maybe not like I don't need to or really want to have to agree with everything that happened. It's just how it got there, which is unnecessarily quick, in my opinion. Yeah. 
There's a, there's a lot. We could spend the rest of this podcast going on about the final season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, we could, but we're not going to because this is ultimately a podcast about video games. Mm-hmm. We've got some exciting stuff out this week. Uh, a new trailer for Death Stranding. Yeah. Just dropping today? Yep. Yeah, they did a teaser yesterday and they dropped the full trailer today. Uh releasing this year november 8th Which, kojima like he, he has a game coming out like presumably building the team and releasing in four years or something like that yep um i what do you and, think on that before we maybe talk about the trailer you know maybe it's easier when a you're using someone else you don't have to develop your own engine and B, when you don't have the, I don't know, maybe there was just something something about working for Konami that made it more difficult for him to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, Who knows? Yeah, I think it's, out of all three of those big PlayStation 4 exclusives, I was seriously thinking this one was the, was the last one that's going to come out. But it's the first. Yeah, but, Pro- but it's, Presumably. It's going to be the first. We don't know about the others. Right. Um, um I did see Jason Schreier from Kotaku tweeted out something that... Uh, Suggesting that uh, Last of Us 2 is maybe early next year. Yeah, and that he heard that the game was supposed to come out this year, but they probably now have bumped it to, you know, February or something or of next year, which I think is perfect for that game, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that just that surprised me. I thought, I honestly, what I thought we were going to get is just another trailer. With maybe some gameplay thrown in, but just be like, "Hey, Death Stranding, we're still here, guys." Not, not this—a nearly nine-minute trailer with a release date and just a lot of still confusing things. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, uh, the the one thing I will say about the release date, though, I mean, it's awesome. It is coming out this year. Um, that you know, it, it won't end up being a. I mean, granted. We don't know if the game's going to be good or not, but at least it won't end up being a dry rest of 2019 for Sony. Mm-hmm. You know, we were thinking maybe just dreams and days gone. That's about it. Um, but at least something else will be there. Also interesting, you know, Sony hasn't really felt the need to launch any first party titles in the fall to compete with third parties. So it's interesting that putting this out in November. I don't know. Do you, like, do you think? I think Kojima knowing, has enough pull that like yeah. this this game's gonna do well. I think it. I think it will do well. Um, and there, there's just so much interest around it. Like, yeah. I think part of it is just how he decides to market the game. Yeah. And like, ju- and the other part of it is like what he's done in the past. But yeah, I, I I'm interested in this game. I, I I've seen some gameplay th- elements that are just wild. Like, yeah. It seems like this is definitely an expansion upon what he did in Metal Gear Solid Five. Like it, it seems like there's a there's a lot of that open endedness to how you approach the game. Um, but yeah, I man, I still don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> I, I kind of don't either. I mean, there there's a lot of gameplay elements shown in this. And a lot of lore, a lot of story. Like, yeah, this is definitely. like apparently. Uh, a broken America, yeah, with a dying president, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. breach baby or bridge babies, and yeah, the, the babies, BTs, are... whatever the fuck those are, right? And 
you know, there's still the little like flapper thingies. And, yeah, and like fucking, you're going through like World War One battles and shit yep. like that. Like, yep. and there's apparently like this group that just kind of mm-hmm. kills people. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting on that side, like looking at it and then looking at also like the characters that uh, are in the game and, and die the hard, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and it's, but also like the cast that they got for it. It's like, okay, the story could be interesting with this game. I, you know, Kojima with Metal Gear Solid wrote a, now I, I Metal Gear Solid is one of the stories, one of the franchises I really haven't touched that much, mm-hmm. but from the outside, people enjoy that story and those characters, even though it is, you know, maybe, uh, kind of convoluted in mm-hmm. some ways you know what i mean not doesn't sound like it's as bad as like kingdom hearts but uh <laughs> but still at least like kojima knows how to interest people with story but now he's doing something completely new that could be very exciting that i think the world in the story is what i'm interested in the most now on the gameplay side uh yeah that that was interesting i mean they showed like you pull up a ladder and then there's just just giant ladder he just drops down then you just walk up to, to the top of this mm-hmm. hill you know you plan um kind of like rope things so you could grapple down um mountains they showed kind of some stealth elements running from from dudes hiding in grass riding these weird bike things um they showed stealth going through trying to sneak past these like I, I don't know what they're called, really. I mean, maybe maybe the trailer said what they're called, but the like weird, like phantom-like creatures that we've seen in the trailers. Um, there was some shooting. Like, <laughs> what are you actually doing? What is the loop of this game? Is it survive? Is there any like? Is there survival elements to this? Crafting? Mm. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, it's. I really Man. don't. <laughs> But I'm so, I have never watched a game and been like, I have no clue what this game's about, but I am so kind of ready to play it. Yeah. <laughs> and just experience. I just want to know what the fuck this is. Like, yeah, it's... exactly. Um, I mean, sticking with the cast, though, I mean, Norman Reedus is the main character you play. Uh, you know, Norman Reedus from mostly the Walking Dead fame. I've never been a giant Norman Reedus fan. I mean, he's fine. Kojima is a Norman Reedus fan. He's also a big Mads Mikkelsen fan. He is. So Mads Mikkelsen's in the game. Troy Baker's in the game. His character looks pretty pretty interesting. Uh, Margaret Qualley, Tommy Earl Jenkins, Guillermo del Toro is actually in the game. We know that uh, him and Kojima have a pretty interesting relationship. And then Lindsay Wagner's also in the game. Surprise, he didn't get Jeff Keighley to be in the game. I don't know. Maybe, maybe those are just different levels of friendship. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, also, I mean, the game looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. Holy crap, that Decima engine, the engine used for, for Horizon Zero Dawn, amazing. Yeah. I can see why he chose that. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Are are you uh, are you in? Yeah, I'm like, in. Uh, like this comes out. I'm in. This is this is this is just weird enough shit that I, I I'm in. Like yeah, I I like I like weird stuff like this. It's a PS4 exclusive and it's strange and I'm just I'm kind of in for it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or not, who knows? <laughs> but it's just exciting that we have a release date. 
Yeah. Um, other stuff happening this year at E3. We are going to take a look at Marvel's Avengers on Square Enix's uh, show. Yep. Uh, that's June 10th, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I want to know what kind of game this is. Yeah. Because I'm, all we've I'm ever intrigued. known is that, oh, Square Enix is making an Avengers game, and I feel like we've been, no, we've known that for a long time. Yeah. Like, is it um, any sort of open world game? Are you going to different locations that we've seen uh, How in the MCU? Is it tied into the MCU in any way? Is it tied into the Avengers storyline in any way? Who's the bad guy? There's so many questions that I'm, I'm excited to see. But I think, you know, just from a gameplay side, it could be very cool. You know, how many Avengers can you actually play? Can you play all of them? Yeah. Is, there, is it like RPG elements? Who knows? I'm intrigued, but I, I definitely think this gives uh, Square Enix E3 show a kind of a must watch. Yeah. You know, yeah there's... I think between that and Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, they could have some pretty good stuff. Of course, they're, they're probably going to talk about the Final Fantasy XIV expansion that's coming. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're definitely... I mean... There's also rumors of like other stuff too. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Square Enix is a, has a lot of yeah. There's a that, lot of um, studios. So that platinum game they announced last year that we have not seen anything from since. So who knows? That's a PS4 mm. exclusive, I think too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Frank, next week we should do our E3 predictions. Or oh fuck yeah, that is the time know, to do it. <laughs> or, or, or just figure out some way to do it because E3 is uh, a week from this weekend. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, also at E3, well not at E3, but around E3, EA is doing their streaming stuff from EA Play. Um, we're going to be seeing some Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Apex Legends, Battlefield 5, FIFA 20, Madden NFL 20, and The Sims 4, notably left out, Anthem. Yes. So much for their long-term support of Anthem. Yes. I am very much worried for that game. Yeah. That's, yeah, that is definitely an interesting thing to not have on this list because you would think that if you said you're committed to Anthem, then you definitely show off new content in E3. They haven't really shown that raid, the Cataclysm mm-hmm. event. You know, that would be pretty cool to see here. Um, yeah, apparently the player base in Anthem is not doing very very hot. Yeah. Well, and I, mean, I don't, they, they I don't feel drawn back to playing it anymore. Yeah. I still have it installed, but I just don't feel drawn back into yeah. it. I mean, they, they, they kind of need to regroup a little bit and really maybe come out with something pretty big to try to draw people back. Because I think if they do fix the game... And have some big major content dropped, then people will. There will be at least some people to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting that it's not E3. I think this also says a lot of why EA's not doing a conference at all. I mean, if you look at this lineup, it's a lot of, you know, of course the sports games are there, cool. But then Apex Legends, Battlefield 5, The Sims 4, they're all existing games. Yeah. You know? They're going to show new content for them, that's cool. But. Uh, that that's not a lot to carry a whole conference. Um, I am excited to see. The only thing I'm really going to tune in for is probably Jedi Fallen Order, just because I'm intrigued. I hope they sh- they'll probably show gameplay of it. 
I guess I'll stick around for Apex as well. See yeah. what's up, but yeah. Ah, and of course, every year we get a new Call of Duty. And this year there's a rumor that it's going to just be Call of Duty Modern Warfare. No number attached. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it that it is a soft reboot yeah, of the Modern Warfare franchise. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll definitely see it. it it's a definitely a thing you always see at E3 is the new Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we were talking about last week with the whole Call of Duty 2020 mm-hmm. kind of upheaval that just kind of surprised it hasn't been announced yet. But rumor is that it's going to be announced on the 30th of May. Yeah. That's that's pro- maybe when I upload this podcast. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So who knows? So if we sound like dinguses, that's why. I love Jason Schreier's tweet on this of, uh, you know, he confirmed that this is the title. And he said the first one was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. So obviously the fourth one is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. (laughs) Mm. I mean, look, you can't be too mad at the title only because games and movies do this all the time, you know. The latest Doom was called Doom. Yeah. You know, they, they do it all the time. But what I think feels weird about this one is that Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the franchise, is not that old yet. To, or, you know, or, you know, it even if this is, is, though, like I what mean, the Modern Warfare 3, like that was a while was ago. 2011. That was, that was a while I mean, ago. It's eight years ago, but the very first Doom to Doom 2016 is a long time. I get, you know, I think that's the only thing that, to me, feels a little bit weird. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I love Call of Duty Modern Warfare games, but does the game have a battle royale? No. Really? No. Really? You don't no. Think so? They can't like, Activision can't be like, we'll have competing Call of Duty battle royales. They wouldn't do that. They're not. I could see them doing it, though. No one has time for that. No one has time to keep up with two battle passes. Yeah. Shit, I don't have enough time to keep up with all the battle passes for from different companies. Uh, yeah. Games. That's why they really just need to sp- spin out Blackout, make it its own thing. But. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe by the time you're listening to this. We'll know about this well, game. Yeah, maybe we'll sound like dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, all right. Uh, I believe we talked about this maybe a year ago today. There was some investigation going into this subject. But the World Health Organization has now classified game addiction as a ba- behavioral disease. Um called here gaming disorder um let's just read this definition here from um yeah their documentation gaming disorder is characterized by a pattern of persistent or recurrent gaming behavior digital gaming or video gaming which may be online or offline manifested by impaired control over gaming Increasing priority given to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. The behavior pattern is of sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, 
educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. The pattern of gaming behavior may be continuous or episodic and recurrent. The gaming behavior and other features normally evident over the period of at least 12 months in order for a diagnosis to be assigned, although the required duration may be shortened if all diagnostic requirements are met and symptoms are severe. I don't know. I, I mean, that sounds like a... That could be like you slap any disorder like yeah. this this is the same thing as being addicted to anything really agreed i mean it really is uh it's to me it's just an addiction it doesn't have to be anything uh specific uh at least in definition like this mm-hmm. um i mean yeah but i mean there are definitely people out there that very much get addicted to video games and that is you know what they prioritize over things that you know some people don't shower because they play video games yeah and that's definitely an issue and if you see them at conventions (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but i mean if if that if this seriously is someone that truly is addicted to video games and they it does kind of take over their life in a non-healthy way then that person definitely needs to get help yeah you know video games are meant to be fun you know, not, not. Uh, so are drugs, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, but they're I not mean, <laughs> meant to destroy your life and, and not be healthy for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't but, have a like problem said, with this at all. Like, I mean, it, it seems legitimate enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the research is there. I'm sure the ESA probably thinks it's not a real thing because they want to protect their interests. Yeah. Agreed. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is denied this basically last year. So, I mean, there are other forms of entertainment addiction, like gambling addiction, like that. Gambling is entertainment, and also you can be addicted to gambling. Yeah, I mean, I don't. There, I'm sure this could be applied across a lot of different things. Yeah. Speaking of the ESA, though, I mean, I think I think they're in a little bit of a sticky situation. Their their main event every year is becoming nullified by companies doing their own thing, and I mean, they're look at Death Stranding today. Yeah, that got something like twenty three million views like very quickly, and that doesn't need to Twitch, be on a stage. Yeah, that trail on Twitch when I watched it, which was a little bit after it actually got announced, there was still eighty one thousand people watching that right there on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I mean. Do you really need E3 or Do you really need to, to pay that? the ESA for space yeah. to show your thing? Like, I, I totally understand why these publishers uh, wouldn't want to do that. Now, as a fan, it makes me sad. I love E3. You know, I, I love the excitement of, you know, everybody's there for this one, two, three day thing and all this shit gets announced. It's exciting. It, it really is. But, but would we really notice it. if everyone just had their schedule and just stayed home and just put their shit online in the in the order of the schedule? Um, no. Would, no. Would, would it really change for anyone else if, like, everyone, like, well, say all these publishers are like, okay, uh, let's just agree to be cool about this and we don't have to pay the ESA any fucking money? Yeah. I I, uh, I don't disagree where, where you're coming from, and I don't think I would still be exciting, or still be exciting, still be excited if mm-hmm. if people just rolled videos like Nintendo does, or like Square Enix did last year. Um, 
but I will say, at least for me, there is a big difference between watching, um, I don't know, God of War get revealed live and uh, Smash Brothers get revealed over an internet video. I'm still extremely excited for both, but man, there's something about that, uh, that live show that is very exciting. Candy. Hey, hey Tyler, Tyler, I'm going to, I'm going to ruin this for you. Mm-hmm. They can totally fake that experience. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. They, they very much could. And, uh, at least with Sony, you know, past few years, they've just rolled a lot of trailers, but it's still fucking very exciting that something about it, you know, it's live. It's the energy of the crowd going nuts, you know, but here's like the that. thing. They can all do their shit live on internet video. Yeah. Like it's that that's just what streaming is. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't all have to be centralized in this one place where like I, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. it seems like a waste of money. I want to pay this organization to show your stuff on their stage. Mm-hmm. The selfish part of me is saying uh do it live. Have it all one day. The uh, logical part in my brain is like, it just doesn't make sense anymore. But you could play it as live, like you, you like. Mm, I, it just uh, I I don't really see the distinction of whether you play it live from like from your, it, say Sony plays their thing live from a from a PC in their headquarters, or versus being on a stage and it being streamed live from the stage like mm-hmm. or Sony has their own space that they could use yeah. as a stage like it doesn't all have to be s- centered in LA and like yeah it it just right i don't feel that that is necessary at all yeah but uh really quick slight tangent speaking of live stuff i totally forgot to bring this up when we were talking about stuff we've been playing and seen i've watched the first half of that raising kratos documentary yeah have you watched that yet no i haven't oh my god it's amazing uh it's it's such it's such a cool thing you know video games are so secretive a lot of times it's so cool to get behind the curtains on something like that and and see how it comes together and just to see where god of war was actually at in like 2015 you know, I mean, it's just that sort of stuff. Everything that went up to that first E3 reveal in 2016. I mean, it's fascinating. That's kind of where I stopped was right after that. So I'm going to watch the rest of it probably tomorrow. But mm-hmm. yeah, I very much recommend going and uh, watching that. And I, I mean, kudos to Sony for doing something cool like that. I hope they do a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. I hope just period. A lot more developers do that stuff. Yeah. Cool. I heard rumors from one Danny O'Dwyer over Twitter that there were some cameras around Hideo Kojima when he was out and about. Oh, man. That would be cool. See, like, the making of Death Stranding. Yeah. Apparently, like, yeah. they don't like third parties getting in there, but they might do another first party kind of thing like yeah, they did not? with God of War. I think that could be a very cool... I know their focus was on movies, but with that whole PlayStation Productions stuff that they uh, revealed... Uh, last week that they started talking about, you know, uh, kind of almost a first party in-house uh, studio that's going to be working with Sony Pictures to make movies and TV shows based off of their properties. I mean, this could just be another cool little thing of making, uh, you know, in-house first party documentaries. Mm-hmm. And they just put it out there for free. I mean, it's two hours. I mean, it's it's and it's really well done as well. They didn't cut any corners. I recommend everyone watch it. 
All right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it's getting towards that time at the end of the month where we reveal, well, PlayStation reveals next month's free PlayStation Plus games, and they have done so. Uh, pretty big names out next month for PlayStation Plus members. Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, and Sonic Mania. Yep. Uh, yeah, pro- a very strong month. I think ever since they've uh, switched to just doing PlayStation 4 games, it's been very strong, uh, the lineups. Um, yeah. I, At least with the Borderlands collection, I mean, you're getting two pretty good games and all the DLCs for it. I mean, there's a lot of content mm-hmm. in that. And then they kick you in the balls with the Sonic game. I mean, I, I hear Sonic Mania is pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. Maybe I'll try. I mean, it's free. I already own the Handsome Collection, <laughs> so that doesn't mean much to me personally. Um, but yeah, Sonic Mania. I guess I could. I don't know. I get. I. I yeah. Sure. Fine. <laughs> uh, but be sure to pick up Overcooked and Re- What Remains of Edith Finch before next week, uh, June third. So you can have those in your library. You don't even have to download them. Just add them to your library if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Yep. Have you played What Remains of Edith Finch yet? No. You need to. I do. Mm. I heard it's good. Uh, sticking with Borderlands here, though. Uh, the, apparently there's there's going to be some more DLC for Borderlands 2 ahead of uh, Borderlands 3's release. I don't know what this is actually going to mean. So there's a title here. uh, Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rumor has it it's going to launch the week of E3. Sure. Yeah. But that's not the only... You didn't put it in here, but that's not the only Borderlands news this week, Tyler. Let's get into into the shit here. Did forget that. Uh, So... Mm. Which one do we want to start with? Voice acting or animal abuse? You pick. Uh, I know more about the voice acting because that's recent. Um, So, as we all know, that uh, Troy Baker is not reprising his role as Reese uh, as he played in Tales from the Borderlands. Instead... Gearbox has decided to cast Chris Hardwick, who not, I think, a year or two ago was accused of uh, domestic abuse against Chloe Dystra, and was pro- kind of shunned, like by the he was pushed out of Nerdist, uh, the thing he, he kind of created. Uh, and I don't think he's on, he was on the Talking Dead after that either. Um, yeah, he got cut. Um, but then AMC did their own investigation, and they reinstated him. Hmm. And I think the thing that did that, though, now I am not at all saying that he didn't do it, or if he did, he should still have that job. Um, but apparently. Chloe Dykstra did not want to, uh, I guess, testify, mm. sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's complicated. Sometimes, it sometimes there are like societal pressures to like not talk or anything like that. Is it's kind of right. 
we don't we don't know exactly what happened in that situation, but I I have a tendency to believe the the uh, the the people who who have allegedly been victims. I I have I I just have a tendency to believe them when they come out with that stuff. Because why would you why would you fake that kind of stuff? Fake being abused. It it doesn't get you good attention. It only like there are only like shitheads out there who will come at you and say nasty stuff if you accuse someone that they like of yeah. doing stuff. So there's no real incentive to lie about that kind of s- stuff. I agree with you. Um, yep. But also a bummer that instead of Troy Baker, they decided to cast a non-union voice actor. So, it, and I, I'm not sure if Chris Hardwick even has experience doing voice acting. Yeah, that I, that I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, it seems yeah. like that Gearbox is just intent on having news about them every fucking week yeah whether it, it's good or bad yeah i agree in 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 this case like you know it, there's going to be people that don't agree with this because of what came out you know against chris hardwick and but troy baker's like right over here yeah and then you have no problems. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like some of the, the decisions that are made are just kind of like, why sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we've talked about the Troy Baker situation. It sounded like he definitely would would have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, something obviously didn't go right. Something slipped through the cracks or whatever. It's just... But then, yeah, and, you know, like, and I think even him? in that situation, Randy Pitchford came out and personally, like... <laughs> was going at Troy Baker for saying what he said. And I don't think Randy Pitchford is the most reliable source of information. Yeah. Just going to put that out there. Um, but the other thing, uh, did you pull it up? The the, the, the yeah. kind of shithead, shit cannery that, uh, shit housing from Randy Pitchford. Yeah. I'll, on, I'll his, throw, on his Twitter I'll, activity. I'll throw this in there about... All his animal fun. God. Um, Dude just needs to, like, disappear yeah. for, for a while. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying die, but, like, just get out of the public eye for a while. Yeah. So, uh, I'll, I'll just read it here. So, I'm getting this from uh, Dexerito.com. Uh, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford under fire for tweets about animal abuse. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Pitchford decided to share the video uh which was originally posted by the now suspended twitter account called daily kitten on march 27th it didn't take long for people to voice their objections um okay so let me back up president and ceo of gearbox software randy pitchford added the already added to the already substantial controversy surrounding himself when he quote tweeted a video of a kitten crying in pain after being pinched by a large crab Okay, and Randy said, I tend to favor curiosity and disfavor setting up a feeling an empathetic creature for discomfort. Yet among the negative reactions I felt watching this, there's also some other stuff that isn't exactly negative. This makes me curious about how others will react. (laughs) I just, I don't get it. So here's the thing that I think that reads. Randy Pitchford thought this was funny shit, 
but couldn't just explicitly say that he thought it was funny shit, so he just worded it this way. And he has the kind of sense of humor of a fucking teenager. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't like seeing kittens getting hurt, so... Or any small animals, for that matter, so I don't... I wouldn't particularly say that, but in this case with Randy, it's just like... Stop. Stop talking. And then in this article... Is this good or is this bad? Who could say? (laughs) Yeah. In this article right below where they put the tweet, they just put in kind of bold, why don't you just promote your game? (laughs) Like, seriously. Quit fighting with people. Quit saying stupid shit. It just... It's only driving... uh, Driving you down. Potentially even driving people away from your game. You know? It seems like they're doing everything they can to, like, drive people away from, like, what Borderlands 3 actually is and to all this other bullshit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. Oh, man. We've got some updates on video games here coming up. Uh, Well, we've got an update for Destiny 2. So, we're in the season of opulence in Destiny 2. I haven't played Destiny 2 in a while. Yeah, me too. Um, But apparently there's this new six-player multiplayer activity. Yep. Uh, Let's see. It's called the Menagerie. Uh, Let's see. What what do we actually do in the Menagerie? Totally unclear of what that that is. Um, Other than it's... We'll conclude with a boss enemy, and more bosses will be added the weeks following the launch on June 4th, which is when the new season starts, and it will have uh, matchmaking. Great. Looks like a horde activity My name. guess is it's probably a horde activity, because that's Destiny's design. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there will be a brand new raid called the Crown of Sorrow that will be launching the day of when this stuff comes out typically they've you know maybe launched a new content and then people had a few days or a week or something to gear up but this is just going to launch right there and i guarantee you there's going to be people that's going to be the first thing they're going to do huh get their ass pounding yeah um but there will also be new activities called the tribute hall moments of triumph returns as well as the solstice of hero event um yeah We'll see. I, I mean, I, I'll definitely go back to Destiny 2 and try this out if it's fun. I uh, just haven't had time to go back into Destiny 2. Yeah. There's just a lot of... Well, I know I said there aren't much new games, but there's a lot of stuff for you to catch up on, especially... I, I want to see you beat Sekiro sometime. Yeah. I, I and we've I also want got, to play Sekiro, but I would not hang your hat on me beating Sekiro. Oh, man. I just... I would not do that. I want you to, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up on it. I want you to at least see a few more bosses. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Uh, uh, Coming up later this year, uh, the Contra Anniversary Collection, and we have a list of games that will be included in that collection. Uh, We'll have the arcade versions of Contra and Super Contra. We'll have Super C from the NES, Contra 3, The Alien Wars from the SNES, Contra Hardcore from the Sega Genesis, Contra, the NES version of Contra, the Famicom version of Contra, Operation C from the Game Boy, the Sega Mega Drive title Probotector, and then Super Probotector, Alien Rebels, which featured on the Super NES. It's a whole lot of Contra. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of 
for twenty dollars. Yeah, not bad. No release date yet, um, but we do have a release date for Sea of Solitude. Uh, we saw that last year at E3. Um, it's one of the EA originals. It's going to be $20 and releasing on July 5th. It's got an interesting art style. I It caught my eye last year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm interesting to see how... The year is shaping out. up. No, it really is. Yeah. When you look at this fall right now, I mean, there's some pretty heavy hitters. And mm-hmm. We don't know everything yet. Yeah. Uh, the Days of Play has uh, kicked off, uh, but if you aren't in one of those cities that they're bringing the, the, the truck to, there's a sale going on and a new limited edition PlayStation 4 that you could get your hands on. Uh, the sale is on, let's see. So, hmm. Are these sale prices down here? I guess so. Yeah. In, PlayStation VR. Yeah. For $250. DualShock 4s at $40. Days Gone, God of War, Marvel, Spider-Man, MLB The Show 19 at $20. The new MLB The Show game at $20. That's, that's The new Days Gone that came out. A month ago. Yeah. I imagine it's probably, yeah, at $20. Oh, my God. Uh, and then I, I assume there will be a list of PlayStation Hits games. I think that's a series of, like, games that they put that little red label on. Yep. Uh, $10. And then there will be other things on sale if you go to your local stores. Yeah. That sale is running from June 7th to the 17th. Yep. Might have to check some of that stuff out. At least some of the PlayStation hit games, potentially. I mean, there's some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I might I, check out Days Gone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> holy shit, $20. What the hell, man? This is why you... It's typically smart to wait to play to buy video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially in this case. PSVR there for 250 That's pretty good, too. Yeah. All right. We've got new games coming out this week, though. Yeah, I'm gonna scroll down here and then sigh probably. <sighs> okay, you want to get us started? Sure. Uh, let's see. First up, Blood and Truth, PlayStation VR, digital and retail. Star in your own explosive action movie blockbuster with this PlayStation VR exclusive shooter. Battle through crime-ridden London underworld as elite soldier Ryan Marks in your deadliest mission yet to save your family from a ruthless criminal empire. Wreck havoc through an unpredictable story packed with twists and shocking revelations. Tyler, the biggest title out this week. Cricket 19. Fuck yeah. On PlayStation 4. Lead your team to international glory with Cricket 19, the truly global cricket simulation from Big Ant Studios, the leading name in authentic, realistic cricket action. Cricket 19 allows you to take control of your team from club through national level and lead them to T20, ODI, or test match glory. This game is $50. So there you go. Uh, Daisy finally coming to PlayStation 4. The post Soviet country of Chernaris 
is struck by an unknown virus, turning the majority population into frenzied infected. Fighting over resources has bred a hostile mentality among survivors, driving what's left of humanity to collapse. You are one of the few immune to the virus. How far will you go to survive? They announced this game coming to PS4 a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it was like 2014, 2015. <laughs> yeah, just eking out there before the PlayStation 4 sunsets. Yeah. All right. I like this title. Dragon Fang <laughs> Z, The Rose and Dungeon of Time yeah. on PlayStation 4. The game offers a nostalgic and new experience. It is a wonderful roguelike RPG that will test your bravery. Rose is half-human and half-dragon. One day, she wanders into the world called the Tree of Time with her nanny, Fairy. Your courage and growth will be the key to clear... Th- will be the key to clear the dungeon. <clears throat> All right. Next up is Five, Night at- Five Nights at Freddy's VR Help Wanted. Great. Five Nights at Freddy's VR Help One is a collection of classic and original minigames set in the Five Nights universe. Survive terrifying encounters with your favorite killer animatronics in a collection of new and classic Five Five Nights at Freddy's experiences uh, where fantasy and fun come to life. I don't Mm. need that. No. I don't need that either. Uh... But I do need to read the next game on the list called Golem Gates on PlayStation 4. Golem Gates is a post-apocalyptic sci-fi blend of action strategy and card battler, pitting your conjured armies against otherworldly forces. Choose from 100 cards, known as glyphs, and unleash diverse units, buildings, buffs, and more more in tactical combat across single-player, co-op, and multiplayer. Right. Uh, next up is the House and Fate Morgana PlayStation Vita digital retail cross buy. I guess it's on PS4. I don't know. Maybe it's I would assume out later. so. Uh, but who knows? A gothic suspense tale set in set. Yeah, let me restart that. A gothic suspense tale set in a cursed mansion. The House and Fate Morgana is a full length visual novel spanning a nearly spanning nearly a millennium that deals in tragedy, human nature, and insanity. This recent blog post has more details about purchase options. <laughs> Great. Okay. All right. Next up, we have Lapis X Labyrinth on PlayStation 4. Help a struggling town recover from bankruptcy in an age of dwindling adventuring. Recruit and customize your team of adventurers in this high-voltage action platformer behind every monster inside the labyrinth could be unfathomable treasures, endless gold, or perhaps even more terrible nightmares. Uh, Layers of Fear 2. PS4. Layers of Fear 2 is a first-person psychological horror game with an emphasis on exploration and story. Players control a Hollywood actor who heeds the call of an enigmatic dick director to take on the lead role in a film shot aboard an ocean liner. Beware, for all may not truly be what it seems. Mm. The first game got some buzz, seemed all right. Yeah. I've seen some positive reviews for this one. Yeah. Uh, Next up is Super Cane Magic Zero. (laughs) 
Cake the wizard is dead, and his magic dog is out of control. Can you save the world? Can you save the dog? Gear up, eat rocks, throw banana boomerangs, and fight a giant potato. Explore a huge game world, unlock over 15 playable characters, and collect hundreds of items and perks in this local co-op action RPG for one to four players. Uh, next up is Super Tennis Blast. Smash that ball and have a real blast enjoying the best tennis. Start your professional career in world tour mode. Train your skills and become a tennis legend playing on courts around the world. Host couch parties playing tournaments in singles and doubles with classic rules or awesome Super Blast modes. This next game can be played on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation VR. It is Trover Saves the Universe. Your dogs have been dognapped by a beaked lunatic who stuffed them into his eye holes and is using their life essence to destroy the universe. You're partnered with Trover, a little purple eye hole monster who isn't a huge fan of working or being put in the position of having to save the universe. I believe this game was revealed at Sony's uh, it was E3 a, conference last year. Was it? I okay. Think. All right. Sure. But, I thought I saw it at a state of play. I thought it was... Well, they might have shown it again in state of play. Mm. Um, who knows? Uh, unruly heroes on PS4. Take control of four unlikely heroes that battle a diverse lineup of enemies and show off your kung fu skills in this action-packed adventure. Seamlessly swap between heroes and journey west across stunning different environments in order to hunt for scattered remnants of the sacred scroll. And finally, Warlock's Tower on PlayStation 4 and Vita Digital Cross Buy. Warlock's Tower is a retro puzzler with an elegantly designed with elegantly designed levels around one simple rule. One move equals one life lost. Playing as a mailman Tim. Playing as mailman Tim, brave the tower's maddening puzzles to reach the top and deliver a peace offering to the warlock. Can uh, listen to a John Wick playlist, which was good. Yes, soundtracks are always great to those movies. You can listen to the Rocket Man soundtrack, which I'm sure will sell a lot. Ooh, ooh! Available on PlayStation Video, Naruto Shippuden. All right, not, or Captain not Marvel. Was, <laughs> you were gonna say, <laughs> um, yeah. That will do for this week, Tyler. Anything you plan on doing between now and next week? Uh, just playing, playing the stuff. We're gonna see Godzilla. Yep. Very much looking forward to that. I'm sure that movie will be dumb as shit. Mm, yeah. But, but man, Ken Watanabe. Let's talk a moment. Let's do it about Pokemon. <laughs> uh, all the new stuff they announced. <laughs> yeah. You seem have to have a little bit more of a grasp on it than than I haven't dug I haven't dug too deep mm. into it. Okay, so where do you want me to start here? What what rumors have you heard? That so you want- there's the Pokemon Masters, which is a three v three battles. It, it's going to be a mobile, gotcha right? game. It's being made by DNA. It's going to be one okay. of those gotcha games where you gotcha. pull random things. And- gotcha. So then there's Pokemon. Detective Pikachu 2 yes, on Switch. Which will continue the story of the first Detective Pikachu on 3DS. All right. 
Uh, I mean, that could be cool. Why not? And then there's Pokemon Home, which I think yes. makes sense. They should have done this. Yeah, a long time it's like ago. Animal Crossing with Pokemon. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and just a place to store a lot of your Pokemon. It's taking the Pokemon Pokemon Bank, bank yeah. to a much different level, mm-hmm. which is cool. But then the biggest thing is Pokemon Sleep. Oh, you missed. All right, before Did that miss one, all- you missed one. The Pokemon Plus Plus, Pokemon Go Plus Plus. I got you. Which is also going to be a thing for Pokemon Sleep, but it also works for Pokemon Go. So Pokemon Sleep, they're going to gamify your sleeping. It is a game you play by sleeping. How? I don't know. Okay. But you remember Nintendo was trying to do that health stuff earlier. Now Pokemon can help you anywhere yeah exactly pokemon Pokemon are gonna save all of us you have pokemon while you're sleeping you have pokemon on the go Mm -hmm. you have pokemon at home on your switch where's (laughs) my everywhere okay so where's my pokemon therapist where's my pokemon meal planner uh oh they're coming i just need all that and the pokemon shirts look dope i haven't seen that dude you should look those pokemon shirts up they're pretty good what um, a way, though, to expand your franchise. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I'm, I I think I was more excited than most about all this Pokemon stuff. I I think it's pretty good. We're gonna see more about their Sword and Shield games. Yeah. Next week. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, these do look pretty damn. Cool. Yeah. Those are some cool fucking shirts, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. They look very um styling. Yeah. Um, I should wear. I should get one. Wear wear it to work. Yeah, you, you definitely. <laughs> should, I think you could get away with that. Maybe that'd be funny. Mm. Wow. Right. Yeah, Pokemon's interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for that Sword and Shield stuff. Let's see what they got. Yeah. So I guess next week E3 predictions. Yep. And then the weekend will be E3 next week. <laughs> Shit. Yep. Oh, God. All it's right. It's here, baby. Yeah. I'm going to um, have to do some thinking, some predicting, some uh, looking into my crystal ball. Yeah. If it, you all have some E3 predictions, you should send them to us. You can do that a multitude of ways, one of which is via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or you could find us via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends on your podcast app of choice. If you need to get in contact with me, I'm at the Arctic Sloth. Tyler and his YouTube channel is at Plugged on Vids. Tyler, anything you need to say to the folks? Not really. Just have a good time. Yeah. All right, until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and go to sleep.